challenges and generally make me go what the fuck today on the podcast we're going to try to review technical difficulties because mm. i am having some this is our second go second go i'm not sure if we're recording or not but we're just going to keep it going it doesn't look like it carrie i mean it looks like it's recording but it looks odd to me so we'll see what happens do we want to talk about the explosion in lexington i feel like i'm over it now after i'm exhausted <laughs> We tried to talk about it, but it didn't record, so move on. Move on. Forget it. Everybody knows there was an explosion in Lexington, and we were at the center of it. Big, big doings. I wish I had talked about uh, Mom Save America to the press. <laughs> Anyways, Olivia Newton-John died. I want to talk about that. Yes, very sad. Honestly, it hit me so hard. Yes. Be- you know why? Because it's our... I mean, she was older than us, but it's also like our generation, like... It's your childhood. It's and it's the fact that she wasn't that old yes. and that she she kept battling and it just I don't know. I felt I felt awful when I heard the news. I honestly never really understood or liked her relationship with John Travolta. Well, what do you mean? I thought it was weird. It's just a friendship, correct? I, don't, I think he's weird. Well, she yes. Seems, she seems like a normal person and I feel like she Yes, she but was, she's had a lot of weird controversy. What? Like her ex-husband disappeared and f- was found dead at some point. I don't know. There's something odd going on there, oh, too. Oh, shit. I forgot all about yes. that. Yes. Yeah, so she has some um, bizarre history herself, but seems to be a very private person. Yeah. So you kind of have to dig into that history to find out the weird stuff. Right. I feel like she would have told him, you know, what? Are you, what is this Scientology nonsense? Uh, Scientology, that's a whole nother podcast, but yeah. I just feel like she would have been the normal side <clears throat> of him, and, and then the fact that she flew in a plane with him, I don't know, weirds me out. Uh, the, the people flying their own planes totally weirds me out. Like, I don't know why Speaking, I trust myself to a complete stranger. I don't either. It's more so. And flying your their own planes. Anne Heche? Is dead. Okay. Can we discuss Anne Hay? What a bizarre story. Bizarre. And, I, and the reason that I my brain went from flying to Anne Hayes yes. because she was in that movie Seven Days and Seven Nights with Harrison Ford, who yeah. also flies his own plane right. in like 17 plane, plane crash. accidents. Yeah. And plane accidents. Did you see the footage of her driving? Of course. Crazy. And of course, Jenny had to like zoom in on her. Sitting up. Sitting up from the whatever gurney yeah they said that's just a trauma response but then of course you know the world is just filled with conspiracy theorists now and they're like there was plenty of time for an emt to get there and no emt loaded her onto it was only firefighters who loaded her into i don't know why that's significant but for what do they think she's not dead i I think they're thinking she was um being captive like there's something that she's connected to somebody that exposed a sex trafficking ring. I don't know, Tina. And that person died three days prior to Anne H. But listen, she was in that car. She drove that car into a house. I mean, there's no denying that. So, I don't know. But they have this guy who she was with beforehand, and he's so funny. He's like, you know, I always, when I describe somebody who's like 
under the influence or mm-hmm. drunk, I describe them as talking in cursive, which I just learned yeah. about talking in cursive. Okay. He says Anne Heche was not talking in cursive. Really? That's what he said. He said, I, I wouldn't have put her under any influence. And that was like not too long before she left his establishment and drove off and, you know. Minutes. Okay, well, he's a he's a bar owner or something? Yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, he just doesn't want to be held liable, Tina. I don't know if he's a bar owner. I thought, maybe, I thought maybe he was like a hairstylist or something. Nothing like, I don't think so, but. I'm just saying, the, the video footage of her, and it's not funny. No. It's terribly sad. But the video footage of her driving the car. Like, it's so crazy. I, she had to be, listen, if it was her, and I'm sure it is, whatever, she had to be attempting to kill herself is the only thing I can think about. I mean, she's driving 150 miles an hour down a side street, full blast into a home. Right? Full blast. Like, almost like she's trying to commit suicide. That's what I said. She, it, she had to be trying to, if she wasn't intoxicated or something she was just attempting to commit suicide i don't know does she have family members like i don't know anything about anna h she was young 53 yeah or something like that like oh well listen speaking back to the olivia john thing and dying young i literally was lying in bed this morning thinking about do I have 35 years Oh, left? my God, Carrie, you can't think about right? that stuff. No, no. And then I immediately had to spiral and go, don't don't think about it. It's a great day. But, like, literally, okay. come on. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just not going to input that into my... Speaking of inputs, I, I, I saw a TikTok um, recently. It was, like, an inspirational speaker lady. She gave a TED Talk. And she was saying... Um, I'll, I'll try to send you the TikTok. It was so beautiful. It was, like... Every time you see somebody and every time you do something, you have to um, assume. assume that it's the very last time that this is. And it is the last time. It, it's, yes. it's the last time that you're ever going to see that moment in that person in this moment, in this setting, in this experience. Like even if you go back and do something again, right. it's never the same experience. So you have to think of it as this is never going to happen again. I have to appreciate like this entire moment. Didn't we talk about that sometime? Like there was a there was a moment in our lives where we never picked up our children again. Like where we set them down for the last yeah. time and we just never picked them up again. But you don't remember when that moment and was. And you don't know that that's the last time you're going to be carrying them around. Right. You don't know. It's so the- you have to always assume I'm never going to get the chance to do this again. Right. My family gets mad at me like when we go on vacation somewhere new or something, they always tell me, you know, pushing it too hard, whatever. And I say to them, I always assume I'm never and I wasn't thinking of it in this woman's inspirational right. way. I right. was thinking that's how I you always assume I'm never getting back here. So whatever is here on this island, planet, whatever, I have to see everything right now cuz I may never get to come back. Uh, that's not a bad way to Live it. Well, it's a little rushed well, sometimes. It's it a little intense. Yeah. I get that. You can't go down the... Cause no, but I do think you have to, like, in our rushed lives of, you know, doing oh. stuff, getting stuff done, you have to sometimes click in with yourself and go, okay, wait, I'm just going to I'm just gonna sit and try to enjoy, like, this moment that's happening here and not worry about the next. In thing. your moment of trying to do that Carrie also sent me some pictures of my son yes. four five three four five yes. years old he's about to go to college I was sitting at the computer trying to sort out we were 
sitting there trying to sort out his books and what he should buy and what he should rent and we were like we don't freaking know yeah and i'm like do you want to bring this with you or that with you and he got his roommate assignment and and we're trying to sort through it and you're sending me these pictures and i wanted to kill you were you sad i was just like i don't want to deal with it i don't want to yeah. deal with any emotion right now right i just want to get through this next couple weeks of getting him prepared because i i don't know what i don't know this is the first go around you know, I, feel I like love that you're just going into it blindly. Com- I love it. Well, how, else <laughs> I love do- it. <laughs> how else do you do it? Am I supposed to be doing research? <clears throat> no, but you're you- going into it blindly with emotion. I, my girlfriend, Ashley, took her son to San Diego this week. She did. And I texted her when she was on the airplane, like, how's it going? What's happening? Whatever. Yes. And she's like, um, you know, Mason's asleep. Chloe's eating the entire flight. <laughs> Kenny's working, and I'm just like literally trying to hold it together. Like the idea, I guess, not letting your mind go there could be healthy because the idea of what's about to happen is just crazy. And I know parents do it every year, and everybody survives. It's really the first. I don't know. It's just life-altering well, for me. Grace says to me, I'm driving her to the barn today. She had to be at the barn at an ungodly hour. And she says, you know, because I was showing her the pictures that you've sent. And she's like, oh, so cute. She's like, you know, pretty soon will be the last time Henry ever lives here. And I, Well, I was just going to say that to you. Like, like, can we not talk about that? But, but like, th- that's literally what I was just going to say. It's like, yes, he's coming home for thanksgiving and christmas and he's coming home for the summer and who knows when he graduates maybe he'll just move right back in maybe he won't who knows but you don't know that and it's it's not ever the same it's always different yes no from that point on i i am trying i'm trying i listen i mentally understand that fact that we're moving to that place and he and i got into an argument the other day i don't even know if i should share this but he got in trouble at hayden Mm mm-hmm Three of his charges, because he had, like, 75 kids that he yep. was responsible for. Three of them, like, wandered off. Okay. And so th- he got in trouble for it. So he was in a bad mood, which I didn't know he was in a bad mood. He came home, and I asked him to do something, and he grumbled at me. Yes. And I was just like, what are you fucking kidding me, kid? Right. You're grumbling at me? So we argue. And then the right. next morning, he comes down, and he was like, Mom, listen, I just wanted to apologize because, you know, I was thinking about it, like, Yesterday morning, you cooked me breakfast. You gave me money, some money for lunch. And that's not going to happen much longer. Oh, he no. nearly freaking killed me, the kid. Oh, no. And he's like, and I just, and then I came home and I was really, I was stressed out because I got in trouble and I didn't mean to like take it out. I took it out on you and I didn't mean to take it yes. out on you. And I'm like, Henry, you can take it out on me any day. That's fine. Like you could, that's what I'm here for. But I didn't know you were in such, and I was mad that you. Yeah. Well, too, also, like, it's hard, you know, you're under pressure, you're dealing with a lot of emotions and things, but we have to remember, like, so are are they. They are, yeah. So are they. And, too, can I just say this? We do a lot of man bashing, whatever, toxic masculinity, all that. The idea that he was able to recognize a situation 24 hours later and come back Oh. And apologize is commendable. I said this because is- we have had discussions in my house about. Listen, my husband's a saint. <laughs> he puts up with so much shit. He's three daughters yes. and me. I'm a mess. I get it. His inability mm. to circle back and apologize. We we like all attacked him the other day. It's the epitome 
of toxic masculinity that you refute. Like he had an incident where he went berserk about something, right? Something out of everybody's control and he vented and exploded, whatever. Sure. And then he calls, I was away with my daughter and he calls the next morning. And my daughter had heard the screaming rant of a psychopath. And then he <laughs> called 24 hours later. Right. And I pick up the phone. He's like, hey, howdy ho, like all jokey laughing. And I don't even address it because I'm just so glad the tirade has yeah, stopped. The storm has passed. And I hang up the phone and my daughter turns to me and she goes, so he's not going to um, acknowledge, address what happened. 20, he's just going to go on with his life as if nothing occurred. And I go, yep, and so are we. <laughs> so we're getting on with our day. Everybody's happy now. No need to hold him accountable. Right. It's but just the too, idea that Henry's able to do that is commendable. It's so funny because I was like, that's the nicest apology I've ever yeah. gotten in my life from anybody. And it's unsolicited, <laughs> too, because it's not like it's not the same when you go, you know, you really shouldn't have spoken to me that way yesterday or like that's kind of like searching. Yeah. For the apology yeah. when it's like unsolicited well let me just announce when i'm angry at you it's pretty clear in the household not that you need to but yeah like, there's so a, you were still angry the next morning there was an air of like don't come and ask me for breakfast okay. this morning buddy okay. i do think that we do have to recognize that they're going through a lot of yeah. stuff as well yeah and i don't even know what we need in the in the dorm room i was gonna pick your brain after this and just say can we go through and just you, mm -hmm. i'll tell you what i have and you can say yeah uh, whether you need it what you're or missing add a few like yeah you, you need power cords i don't know what right things right. like that um I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing for the kids i don't and listen we got way off of Anne Hage. i don't know how we got here but that they're able to stay so connected to everybody without being together all the time do you know what i mean sure. like sure. that's that's i feel like maybe makes i'm thinking it makes the transition better hopefully i i don't know i well, mean no right well let's just yeah I, I don't know how it's going to work as far as i feel as though facetime or they can connect. yeah the facetime is like we facetime almost every night with my daughter who lives out of state yeah so and say hi to the dog and right uh, or just Lots of times, Emmy has somebody on FaceTime, and she's walking about in her room doing her stuff. I'm right. like, wait, and I'll come barging in. I'm yeah, like, so it's like, like the person's there, too. Yeah, yeah. And and, but sometimes it's awkward. Right. You know, it's <laughs> like, wait, you could have warned me as right. I bust in in my curlers. <laughs> Two things about technology. One, celebs are going off social media in droves. Yes. I, I don't I, I half buy it. I half buy it. But I, um, I hear you. I don't know. I don't know. Sean Mendes is having a tough go. He's he, okay. Well, Sean Mendes, I'm not calling him out, but he's going through a life change. So, do you think he's gay? Yeah, I think he's going through a struggle, and it's hard to make that transition when you're already when you famous think, yeah, and been in a relationship. And people think that you're a macho man. Does do people think that about Sean Mendes? <laughs> no. Anyways, Sean, I don't. I don't want to get into poor Sean Mendes, but he's going through something, mm -hmm. and he's broken down mental having yes. mental struggles Social selena media, gomez selena gomez tom holland yep. zendaya i had a whole list here somewhere i can't find it it's funny see. we were watching that same news clip that you're talking about about this and i turned to Andon and i said well that's only because people actually like like they're upset or something because negative comments like get to Spiral. them i don't need to remove myself from social media because no one gives a shit about me like no one's 
commenting on like negatively or positively. No, but you could see how it would go. But you you you'd get spiraled into a Facebook argument with having to something else oh, to do true, with somebody. True. Yes. Yeah, true. Like, you yeah. get wrapped up into something social media related, mm-hmm. separate from people going off of social media. Parents are starting to sue social media, specifically Instagram or Meta, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it's called right now, because of the disorders that are rampant now with teenagers. And I don't exactly know how I feel about this. Okay, wait. So we're talking like they're they're suing Facebook and Instagram and yes. stuff because their children are struggling with... With eating disorders, mm-hmm. with mental illness, with all of this stuff. So... I, I just have to tell you the funniest story about yes, this. Yes, please. I was telling Tina, I transferred a bunch of old photos and videos from an old computer onto a hard drive because we could no longer open the computer. Carrie found two old computers in her closet. Yes. And they were loaded with just gems, okay? And my youngest, Ava, used to do, like, Ava's Hour and, you know, a little YouTube show or whatever. (laughs) So my husband and I are watching the videos the other night. We're crying. You guys are sucked in. She's in the kitchen. Like, our our world is going on. We're oblivious to what she's doing. Like, and we're talking sex. Like, how does she know how to make a video? She's editing, clipping things in. One of the ones was, um, you know, hey, guys, it's Ava. Um, just just a quick update. I just wanted to let you know that I'm on Quivno now. And, bo- and, she's, and we just were like, what the fuck is Quivno? Like, we're like, she was on every platform. Yeah, social media platform there was at, like, age six. We had no idea. She's taking questions from viewers. Like, we're like, why isn't she manning our mom's name America? Yeah, we're like, who are these viewers? The best is one question was from... um Ding- No, it was from Dingleberry underscore cookie. So we're like, that's shit cookie. Like, who's talking to this child? Like, we're like, thank God she wasn't, like... Sex traffic <laughs> held captive by someone. So we're not suing anybody. We're taking full responsibility for our lack of well, awareness yes. and parenting around social media. As I'm as I'm listening to these parents, and listen, I fully appreciate teenagers can look at photos of in, on Instagram and be like, "Oh, I want to be skinnier," or blah blah. Yeah, but. You have to be aware that that's... We all know that that's what's going to happen. We all know that Sports Illustrated magazine... Yeah. We talked about this before. Like, I know it's in their face all the time. But I do feel like, like you're saying all these celebrities are coming off of social media. I do feel like this generation right now, they're kind of done with it. They're They're all kind of over it in a way. I think some are recognizing the toxic nature of it, and others are just or they're just kind of bored with it. Right, it's possible. I I don't know if they're. I think. I guess if you're lone, like if you're lonely, yeah. it's a problem because then you're just searching for a contact or a connection, yeah, and then connection. you're like wallowing in jealousy or insecurity or something. With Ava, she's documenting herself and who knows how actual who, who she was actually yeah and, i had no and, idea and i we did the same thing emmy too she was like doing dance videos yeah. and singing totally inappropriate songs like yeah oh yeah yeah iggy azalea she did a rap in one i'm right. like what is happening in these videos <laughs> i follow this guy gary v on tiktok 
a parent questioned him about like how do you protect you know youth and kids from social media and blah 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 and he's like we need to stop blaming like the platform yeah because the platform is going to change yes and evolve throughout time and history you got to work at the base and just build up their self-esteem That's like you right. just have to work on the child and cre- giving them a positive outlook on the world and to feel good about themselves then you don't need to worry about them on social media or all of that that's exactly what i was trying to say it always comes back down to are you having conversations with your kids about this are you explaining to them it's make believe half Mm -hmm. the time are you also explaining to that's one snapshot in one moment a picture does not describe your life picture is completely fake Mm -hmm. no matter what's going on it's just underneath that picture who knows what could be going on Facebook was issued with, uh, served with a warrant to release chat messages between the mom and the daughter, and the mom had given the daughter the abor- the uh, abortion drug, and now the they're arrested because it's an illegal drug? No. Yes. I guess the situation was going on before the decision. Do for- we know this to be true? Yeah. As we're talking about social media and everything, because... But did this actually happen? Yeah, I, yes. It's okay. a true it's a true story. Okay. Facebook had to release the chat messages because they were served with a warrant. Other because at first I was just like, what the fuck is going on with Facebook? And then I was like, oh, they were issued a warrant because Nebraska law now Okay. Is, Why are the parents chat chatting with their daughter over Facebook Messenger? What, right. Well, I, I did you see the thing it was um not to blame them, but like it was something about I took my daughter to her physical the other day. And the doctor asked... Well, you took... When, is this... No, no, this okay. was like a, okay. on social media. It, it said, I took my daughter to the doctor's the other day. He asked when her last period was. And she responded with, they're regular. Oh. And I asked her when he left the room why you said that. And she said, because I, I don't trust anybody anymore and they don't need to know the date of my last period. But that's just fucking crazy. It's the truth, though. That's fucking true. None of your goddamn business when my last period was. Right? And who's, like, who's searching these people's fate? Like, I want to know who's, how did this come to be? I don't, I didn't read the entire article. I just wanted to make sure that Facebook just didn't release that information that they did. They had a warrant to get the information, to get the chat. And I don't know, somebody ratted them out. Somebody in Nebraska ratted them out. So somebody knew the girl I'm was sure. getting an abortion, and right. And think about it, how much crazy. how much taxpayer dollars is going to wasted, right? Sorting through that, getting a judge to agree for the warrant. The police department has to get involved. Seriously, this is what we're policing in this country. That kind of crime versus it's so like worrisome. It's just so many things are so worrisome. Like all the people living on the streets with children and. I, crazy crazy we're in a weird time and things just got weirder because liz cheney was yeah, ousted. that I, when i heard that this morning i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me i was so sad and depressed last night when i came downstairs and bart said and it's a landslide i was like what it's just bizarre we're in trouble unless they unless the DOJ really has something on him. But even still, Tina, if you, even if you take, I mean, I guess if you mm. take him out of the picture, the only thing you're losing is his endorsement of people, right? But he could endorse people from jail, right? Crazy. Yeah. The entire state of Wyoming it would rather back someone that 
is an election denier than someone like Liz Cheney, who has the... Listen, I didn't like her dad, but seriously, she yeah, is a I, lifelong Republican with conservative values that has been do- has done a ton for your state and this country, whether I like what she's done or not, but she has. I just don't understand it. I don't understand just because, it either. because she went against Trump. The people that are out there supporting him and standing outside of Mar-a-Lago, like, okay, you're not looking at that snapshot of America that's out there and going, oh, wow, that's crazy town. They're in costumes and giant hats and it's weirdosville. No matter who you're, like, supporting, any snapshot of those people, you're like, what a bunch of weirdos. I, I don't understand how that got to be the strongest Base. What I don't understand is where are the moderate Republicans? The, and I guess the, the, the Mitt Romney Republicans, like the they're scared, they're going to yeah. lose their job. But but the people, I mean, I'm the people who are voting. I, is the entire state of Wyoming? I I have no idea. I have no idea. And does Beto O'Rourke have a shot in hell? He better win. Oh my God, he better win. But I don't know. <laughs> But it looks like, I mean, I was reading the article after I I read the situation with Liz Cheney, and there was like 12 people that Trump was like backing. Okay. Four retired, three won their nomination to continue on. I think two lost, but we've only like won like two or three of those 12 to get out of office. So he's actually, you know, he's still winning as far as, Trump is still winning as far as getting people in place to wreak havoc on our next elections is the problem. You know, that's what I'm concerned about. And October yeah. is going to be a big deal if yeah. the primaries... I, I mean, I feel like we started this podcast 2018 in October. And that's a long... That's four years ago mm-hmm. that we started this podcast based on the primaries, Brett Kavanaugh, all the shit that was going down. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm more scared now. Yeah. Than I was yeah, then. Yeah, because then it was kind of a joke and like, oh my God, people will realize they've made a weird mistake. Uh, and I didn't think he was, was kind ch- of charming in his own weird way. Like you could see how there would be that swing that listen, way. But now Brett, it's crazy. But when Brett Kavanaugh got elected, I, that's why we started. I knew it wasn't a joke. I knew we were fucked in a lot of ways, but I didn't think it was con- going to. Con- I didn't think the snowball was continuing. We are war- much worse because there's so many people that still believe that. Right about what? That like that he that there was election fraud. That there's a oh okay that, that he won. Mm. That he should be the elect the the right the ruler. If Wyoming is any indication, that's what's going to. And now, I think uh, Pence was in. Uh, New Hampshire yesterday or today. Pence is doing his little tour. I don't know about what he. The reason you go to New Hampshire is because you want to be president. The reason you go to oh, New Hampshire please. now. Oh, please run. Please. Uh, exactly. But. Oh, my God. What's the deal there? Like, it's Talk that, about know. white paper. Please run. Listen, I'm no pundit, so I don't know wh- what his deal is. All I know is that that's why you go to New Hampshire at this stage of the game, because you think that you have a potential option to, to run. But whether he's going to do that or not, I don't know. All right, let's move off of the Liz Cheney topic. I, I just want to say, I, I bought a dress the other day that I thought I liked. Okay. And I put it on, and I said, David, what, what do you think? Did she say you look like Liz Cheney? No, she goes, it, it was a white dress, <laughs> okay. okay? And she goes, 
and I could tell she didn't love it. Yeah. It's okay. It's and I go, what? What's wrong with it? She goes, it's a bit of a handmaid's tale. <gasps> and I was like, oh, what? And then I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, it totally is. And then I started thinking about, like... Wait, that's a red, though, dress. No, it was white, but it kind of, like... No shame. Almost looked like the bonnet. Yeah. Okay? Like, puffy, <laughs> like, sleeves. Do you know what I mean? A puffy sleeve. I love kids. And, like, I love a puffier, like, skirt thing. So, yeah, it did kind of look handmade And then I sort of think, does anybody want to talk about the fashion? Sort Happening of took right now? Target by storm this oh, past year? Yeah. Like, the prairie, prairie days? Yeah. Like, that I'm thinking, oh, my God, are we? ruffle on everything, everything has 17 ruffles. That's uh, what I'm saying. Okay. Are we, like, going to go back to um, bonnet days and Little House on the Prairie? And I don't know. But I got schooled by my kids as well because I have a black tie event to go to. And I okay. bought a bunch of dresses. Yep. And I found one that I liked. I thought you were never going to wear strapless again. And I was Oh, like, burn. <laughs> I love it. I go, Tina's words were inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. I said, this one has tiny straps. I will wear the straps. Love it. I know. They, Love it. They, Did it have polka dots? No po- polka oh, dots, but okay. it, it's bright pink. Okay. Well, like, it's called rhubarb, by the way. I bought a floral one and a rhubarb, and a, like, red-colored one, and same dress. And they were like, you cannot wear floral to a black tie event. And why? That's what I was like. I go, why? Too springy. Too daytime. Too this. Oh. I was like, oh, for crying out loud. I feel like you can honestly wear anything you want. Yeah. I mean, of course, whatever you're going to wear is going to be beautiful. It doesn't matter if it's floral or not. But the things people show up oh, in I know. to places, I know. it's like, why do we bother? That, that wasn't even the message. The message was... You're a hypocrite because you're wearing love it. Love it. I'm like, maybe I am. But the this is the only thing that nobody needs to show their shoulders at fifty. I said (laughs) seventy. By the way, I did not say fifty. And wasn't she going to where? You were were in Florida. Breakers in In Florida, West Palm Beach. (laughs) She was at a black tie wedding. She was in a yellow polka dotted. Strapless with like crinoline underneath. I love it. Poofy. Mm -hmm. And listen, she wasn't an in shape lady. I just, it wasn't appropriate to me. (laughs) I'm going with strapless, but I don't care. All right. I was away for at a horse show and it became clear to me moms are really underappreciated and undervalued. And sometimes the exhaustion of that and the consistent recognition that. We are doing this on and on and on, and we get so much shit, and we bury it and bury it and bury it. Sometimes people blow. Sometimes Somebody people blow? Blew. Did you blow? I didn't blow. One of my friends blew, okay? At her own children or just at <laughs> no, life? No, at, at life, at her own children. And okay. Her situation d- warranted it. I had a long conversation with her about it, and the reality is... You know, like anything, and this is not the fault of the kids, but they have no idea what you're doing in the yeah, background. Right. They have no idea of all the other worries mm-hmm. that you have, bills to pay, yep. something went wrong, a parent, this. The, the amount of extra stress, moms, are they have to worry about doctor's appointments yep. and organization of things and getting you places. And if you forgot something and somebody said something like, well, when they're 30, they'll realize that. And I'm like, I, I, I'm just so tired of saying that. Or waiting for the time when our kids are going to actually look at it and go, wow, I appreciate it. Okay, you. can I tell you what I think is going to happen more so than the kids? 
yes, I do think that most kids, some kids are fucking horrible, okay? But, like, most kids do sort of come to a realization long before 30 or even an hour later, whatever. But also, I think moms will look back and miss and appreciate I hear what you're saying about like, oh, there's so much work going into it and I'm so stressed out, blah, blah, blah. And five years from now, when she's not at that horse show and not doing those things and not having that same connection with her children over this event, she's going to go, I would just do anything to go back there right now. I think Carrie is speaking from experience. Yeah, I am. Yeah. No, I get it. But it's true. Like, you can't appreciate something until it's not there anymore. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. I guess I agree with that. I just also think that during the situation, it would be, it's so an, it's so interesting. Like your time, the time of life that you also want to spend so much time with your kids. There's so many other things that you have to worry mm-hmm. about as well. It's not like you're a grandparent already. Mm-hmm. You're in retirement. or And you're just appreciating like the fun moments yeah, or something. Yeah, it's very yeah. difficult to yeah. also like, and make decisions about what they can or can't do because either it's an expensive sport or you're mm-hmm. trying to do something else or or you've got other issues going on at home. I just feel like sometimes it's interesting and it would be, and it's hard. How do you teach your kids to actually look at it like, shoot, mom's got, because most times moms are just on autopilot and doing everything anyways. Mm -hmm. And they're not showing their vulnerability side to their kids until they blow. I think it's okay to, like, I think it's okay to blow. And I think when someone blows as mothers, instead of being a fucking bitch, and judging them right. and giving them an eye or like right. the Britney video when she's screaming at her kids what? in the car. She's having a goddamn moment. Why We've is that all... being recorded, though? Because her kids suck. Okay. But my point is, like, instead of, like, judging each other, just rally around that person and be like, oh, okay, you need a... I mean, I, I tell this story all the time, but my girlfriend Kelly and I, we would travel together for the kids' sports, and there were plenty of moments when we'd, like, tap each other out. Right. You, you need to take a walk. Right. You're out of control. Like, you need that. You just need somebody there to go, you need a minute. Go get yourself together. We hear you. We understand you. Nobody's judging you. But I don't, but I don't but think women we, can be real yeah, fucking assholes sometimes. I don't sometimes. think we do that enough. Like, we have, my daughter Maya has the most epic audio of this little girl she lived in Westford she was 13 she snuck out of the house and her mother goes to pick her up and her mother must be from originally Dorchester South Boston so she has the accent going but this child recorded her mother screaming at her and it is the most amazing mom rant that ever lived (laughs) and i'm like this girl's literally viral like everybody in town has the recording i'm like nobody's posted it like on but that was before pride posting it was before but i'm like this is amazing and this woman should be commended for spazzing out and freaking to her kids like that it's like most times those moments of us going completely mental are just so frowned upon. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're just, you know, you're Or you're crazy. weak. Yeah. Or, oh, oh, they, no, they we... can't afford to do this. Oh, my God. They shouldn't be doing this. Right. That. So judgy and bitchy. Yeah. And, and the reality is, is no matter how nice a mom looks, she's blown her stack at mm-hmm. a kid at some point. I don't care. And you know what? I think the nicest, the nicest ones probably do it yes. the worst. Yes. 
So. Yes. And as I'm saying, you know, don't be a bitch. I've done plenty of judging of people on my own, too. You just have to yeah. check back in with yourself and be like, holy shit, that's going to be me tomorrow. Yeah. Like, my, my mom, my dementia-ridden mom, she says... Every time I speak to her, life's a journey. You're mm-hmm. going to miss it when it's over. Like her little saying that mm-hmm. she says. I appreciate that. But sometimes when you're in the moments, you're like, there's certain things I don't, I don't know if I'll miss. You know, like there's certain. For sure. I do think, especially girls, sometimes they don't realize how much moms are doing behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, or like the family as a whole is sacrificing so that somebody can do something. Right, or whatever it might be in the situation. But we had, um, when my kids did cheerleading, we used to have to, um, we did like fundraising. So we would go and work Gillette Stadium and oh work God, the concession booth and then they'd get money towards their accounts, whatever. My daughter said, um, on one of the like last times we were there because... We had earned enough money, like, to pay for the season or something. Like, we were capped out. And she makes a big announcement. This is my last time. I'm never coming back here, whatever. And there was another mother there who worked her ass off. Yeah. And we were doing it more to sort of teach our kids, like, you got to contribute. If this is what you want to do, you figure out a way to pay for certain things. But this woman was, by the skin of her teeth, doing everything she could to keep her kid in the sport. And she turned to her and she goes, oh, so you're quitting cheerleading then. I won't see you at practice on Monday. Right. Like, she just called her out. Listen, you little brat. Like, all of us are here working working our ass off. You'll be here for the rest of the year because you made a commitment to do this. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. What do you you make of the uh, Britney tirade? I don't know. Yeah. What's going on? I'm with you, Tina, because initially hearing it, I was like, oh, whoa, what's happened? Like, I was unsettled. Yeah. But then I sort of loved all the other TikTok moms coming forward and being like, sounds like a perfectly normal mother to me. Okay, that part, right. I am with you. But what was the other, the naked Brittany when she had the, like, pose when she was kind of holding her boobs and it was, like, weird? I don't know what you're talking about. What was the picture? I mean, there's a hundred pictures. It was on Instagram. Her latest. She does that all the time. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but why is she doing that? As I'm more disturbed with that than her yelling at her kids. Like I feel like. Okay, right, well that's fair. Okay. But everybody was like, you know, screw you, Kevin. Like this is normal mother behavior, and yeah. how dare you release this to make her look bad? We've all spoken to our kids like that before. Like, she goes and she goes, if I want to come in and put cream on your face because it's coarse, I will. Like, oh, my God. These poor kids are probably like, they only make us come here twice a year. Like, we just want to get through the night. It's probably like a house of horrors. First of all, they're, they're older now. I know. I think these, actually, I think the, the audio is old. Like It, it has to be. Yeah. I was just saying, like, that that was, I was, like, disjointed by the whole thing. Just because you're weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know that sometimes the things that we say. Oh, God. The things that I said in my day. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm, like, so kind. My kids are like, you're the meanest person in the world. Like, the things you say to us, Mom. And I'm like, I just think I'm being honest. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. I don't know. Well, it's what I'm feeling in that moment. I know. They love to bring up uh, Ava, when she was little, had, like, long, long hair. And she was going to kindergarten, and she wanted a Pix- yeah. shorty, short haircut. Oh, I remember. She apparently, I said, 
you really shouldn't do that because girls with short hair don't make any friends. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids remind me that I said that. And it makes me sick. But honestly, I was just trying to do what was best for her. I'm like, just put your best foot forward as you enter kindergarten. Like, don't go with the pixie cut. Like, just let's not make any irrational changes. Yeah, like let's moment. just adjust. Just like let's see how the friend making goes. Right. Oh, boy. oh well. well. You know what? The next topic I I want to discuss dorm rooms and my middle child's irrational response to the dormitory situation. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Um, and on the next podcast, and since her and her friend Liz, who um are doing something else, did not come down to discuss Andrew Tate. That's a whole. Andrew Tate is a whole podcast. So, okay, Andrew we Tate, put a pin in that. Right, we'll put a pin in Andrew Tate and hopefully get uh, them down to discuss it. But shout out to Liz's mom, who's our new listener. You know, we're making friends. We just don't want to be judged. We don't want to be judged. We're making friends. We won't friends. judge you. No. Only a little bit if you're wearing a polka dot dress. Strapless. And you're 70 and, it's, <laughs> and you're at a black tie event. No, I'll, I'll judge. I don't mean to. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, I'll judge. <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm always up for a conversation about the judging. I'm willing for that woman in the polka dot dress to sit next to me and say, this is why I wanted to wear that dress. And if she gives me a good argument about why that dress was important to her, maybe, I don't know. I can't. She just feels good in it. That's her answer. Sorry. Okay, well, I'll show her the mirror and we'll we'll discuss it. But I'm fine. I just want, I want to hear it from her. So if you were out there. I'm going to wear my handmade tail dress next podcast so you can judge me. Please don't. All right. With that said, we're out of here. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Appreciate it. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Wilty.